Hello and welcome to the Sonic Cinema Podcast. My name is Brian Scuttle. Thank you for joining me at www.sonic-cinema.com as well as the Sonic Cinema Podcast YouTube channel. Join us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, Good Pods, or the YouTube channel. And there you will also get um, some quick takes that I might put up every once in a while. And uh, just hit subscribe, rate, and review whenever you can. It helps. Thank you very much for also joining patreon.com backslash Sonic Cinema if you have. If you have not, you're missing some interesting series in the form of Leaving the Collection, where I look at film from my physical media collection that has kind of run its course and ready to say goodbye to it, as well as Life Soundtrack, where I look at a listen to an album from my uh, collection and Explain what it was that I connected with. And this month, there's a very special two-album discussion that uh, kind of fits in with today's subject because it is about a, from a video game score. But I, I think it's going to be an interesting conversation for you to listen to. That's at patreon.com backslash Cinema. It was Labor Day weekend this past weekend, and with that, of course, is Dragon Con. This is this was a bit of a weird Dragon Con for me in that it was the first Dragon Con since I started going in 2009 that I did not have to worry about work at all. Not entirely accurate. Um, I am, but in terms of being called by work, that was not. Uh, necessary in the fact that I am between jobs this past weekend. I I left my job at Regal for the first time in 22 years, and I am going to be a uh, service tech for Strong, working on movie projectors. So I might occasionally work with Regal, but for the most part, it's going to be other uh, chains and individual theaters. But that is going to be a topic for other discussions, or not. Uh, this discussion is going to be about Dragon Con. And once again, it was the thing that I love about this weekend. And I've said this before. I think I've said this on literally every podcast that I've recorded on Dragon Con, is that you're never going to get the same experience twice with Dragon Con. Yes, you will go see similar panels. You will go to the vendors. Chances are you will have photo ops. But ultimately, each of those things is going to provide something different. And this year was no exception. Uh, the main thing that was different this year, which we will get to, is we are currently in the middle of a Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild strike. And I do want to say uh, the writers and actors deserve what they're owed from the studios and the companies uh, holding on to the purse strings. And I hope that they get what they deserve because of the fact that they, they are the ones that create the art that I am talking about on the podcast. And Dragon Con is no exception to that. Um, 
and it's it's really a fascinating uh it's it's fascinating to i was one of the big questions going into the dragon con was well how much are people going to be able to talk about their work what can you say about their work what can you do how are they going to handle questions from the audience so on and so forth there there was a lot this year was an unusual one uh we were originally going to be joined by my wife's cousin, Meg. Uh, she was unable to make it on the last minute. Uh, hopefully, she will be joining us next year. I definitely think this is something that she'd enjoy very much. And I, I look forward to uh, sharing that with her. Um, was hoping to get together with some friends uh, over the weekend, but I, with the exception of seeing a couple um, that I hadn't either hadn't seen in a while or one that I had just known online, didn't really get a chance to. But that's fine, because it's Dragon Con, it's chaos, it's madness, that's what it is. So, like last year, we drove down on Wednesday, checked into the hotel on Wednesday, and um, basically didn't do a whole lot. We, basic, we, we basically went down Wednesday night, and uh, it was good to be able to do that and to relax, get ready for the weekend at hand. Uh, Thursday, we went down early to get our badges. We got our badges early. They, everything I heard was they did a phenomenal job with the lines at registration and we definitely felt that um in our time we did the dragon con stores as we are typical to do on thursday because they've got that one in the uh sheridan or sorry uh courtland west it'll always be the sheridan to me um even though i don't really go there on a regular basis except to pick up my registration but anyway, so we are, um, Thursday we went to go down, went to the Dragon Con store, got some stuff. We went back to the hotel because we kind of needed some rest. So got a couple of hours of rest, but then we decided, you know what, we'll go down, go back down, see if there's anything else to do. Walked around the uh, hotels a little bit. And ate at the Hard Rock Cafe for lunch. I, I think that's going to be our new Thursday tradition is eating at the Hard Rock. Because after we get our badges. Because of the fact that that was an optimal time to go. Unlike pretty much any other time on the weekend. We didn't do too much after that. We went down and... Looked around for a little bit before going back to the hotel. Power went out for about an hour or so at the hotel. And that was good because of the fact that it got us to go outside for about an hour, for a little bit to walk around the block, see what was going on. And little did we know that if we just turned right out of the hotel, hey, there are some different restaurants over there. Fascinating, including a Waffle House, a pizza place, a brewery. It, it, it was like, okay, there's some interesting stuff here. So we ended up going to the pizza place, Max's, and we liked it. It was good. Um, there was another pizza place closer to Khan that we went a couple of times that we really loved. Uh, 
Um, and I mean, Max's is good. It's going to be a place we frequent whenever we go down to Cannes because of the fact that it's good dinner place that's nearby the hotel and easily walkable. So Friday morning, we uh, got up, got ready bright and early. We uh, were able to go into the late show at the Hyatt Centennial uh, two through four ballroom. And that was the place of our uh, first panel, which was Tony Lately, an hour with Gina Torres, Sean Marr, and Jewel State. Those names mean anything to you. It's because they all were on Joss Whedon's series Firefly. But how do you do a Firefly panel during a Screen Actors Guild strike? And I will say, one of the things I love, this is where... Honestly, I, I think to a certain extent, I think the panels were some of my favorite things. And here's why. Because of the fact that they were not allowed to talk about their work. Some would dance around it. Some would be a little bit more direct because they kind of had to be for the sake of uh, conversation. But for the most part, they didn't really talk about the work. And I love the way that Dragon Con did this because in 2020, which was the virtual year for Dragon Con, they set up a Dragon Con Discord. And what they did this year is they would put the QR code that directed you to the Discord channel for that room and you could ask your questions. Great way to make it to where people didn't have to get up and ultimately, a great way to make sure you could vet the hell out of the questions that were being asked. Um, this, the thing that worked so well in some of the, uh, some of my absolute favorite panels this year is when it's very obvious that you're listening to people who have known each other for a long time, have a camaraderie. And Gina, Sean, and Jewel, by nature of Firefly, by nature of Serenity, very much have that. And they went about their business full throw chaos, just an absolute delight listening to them ask, answer the questions that were thrown their way. It was wonderful. It was, it was a wonderful way to start the con and really made us feel like, okay, this is this is going to work. Um, after that, uh, we had some time. I think we went to see what the gaming situation was like. We went to uh, the arcade at America's Mart uh, 3. We didn't do the vendors on any other day but Saturday because of the fact that the lines were just astronomically horrible. We checked out the arcade. We didn't really do anything, but it did give me a better idea of what the what the gaming situation like is like at Dragon Con if you're not like involved in tabletop gaming. And that's something I might be interested in taking part in in a future year. We'll see. But we ate we ate lunch there before going back to the Marriott to check out the Walk of Fame. At the Walk of Fame, uh, we 
basically got in line for some of our favorite people that some of the people we wanted to meet and to talk to. Uh, for me, Jewel State, I talked to her a couple of, uh, I think 2010 when she was there, and then Sean Marr, who I had not talked to yet. I uh, talked to them. I had talked to Gina a few years ago, so didn't necessarily feel the need to do so again. And then I went to uh, go talk to Vanessa Shaw, who is from Hocus Pocus, best known for Hocus Pocus, I think, as well as James Mangold's terrific 310 to Yuma, but also plays a role of a hooker in Eyes Wide Shut. Had a chance to talk to her for a few minutes, and it was really lovely hearing her get a chance to talk about Kubrick and the inspiration that Kubrick had on her as an actor and supporting her decision to continue acting. It was really lovely. After we did that, um, Meredith had a photo op with True Valentino, who's from The Rookie, that uh, she went to go do. Meanwhile, I went to a 2.30 panel at uh, the Hyatt Embassy on music of the spheres, using music in sci-fi. And this is actually from the writer's track, from the sci-fi author's track. And basically what this was and what involved, what I was interested in was, the description was, music seems to help the creative process. A lot of authors use playlists when they write. Our panelists discuss using music both as writing aids and as part of the story itself. And the authors on it were really knowledgeable. They came from a wide variety of musical backgrounds. It was fascinating to hear them talk about that, how they approach using music in their, in their writing in general, um, as well as what inspires them in writing. It was really fascinating. It was everything I hoped for out of that panel. And then after that, I had a bit of a break. I, was, I went walking around. Meredith had gone back to the hotel. And I had photo ops with Vanessa Shaw and Jewel State to do between five and six. So I did that, went around, walked around a bit. And then I ended up going back and... That was the end of my day. And part of that was because of the fact that I knew we were planning on getting up early on Saturday for the vendors. Because as we have done in the past few years, uh, we wait until Saturday during the parade to go to the vendors just because of the fact that we need to get down there early enough to get parking space before they block off the uh, roads for the parade. So I drop off Meredith, go park the car, walk down myself. Saturday is also the day I did my Buster Keaton. Um, this is the third year I've done Buster Keaton, and admittedly, it, it's not quite catching on um, with con-goers, and that's fine. That's, that's fine. I mean, you ultimately should be doing cosplay because you enjoy it. And I very much enjoy my Buster Keaton. I'm glad I thought of that because Keaton is one of my favorite 
actors, one of my favorite filmmakers. And I love being able to pay tribute to him. And one of the things that made this year so unique is that there were opportunities for photo ops to where I could have somebody uh, take a picture of me in that moment. And they actually had one where uh, tied to the hotel with the Hilton, which was themed in Super Mario Brothers. And uh, you could basically set the timer to get a picture taken. And there were there were a couple of things they did there that were pretty fun and enjoyable. And uh, I, I, I enjoyed that process. And I enjoyed uh, having some images of myself as Keaton done. And I do think next year, before I... I was a bit late for it this year, but I do think I'm probably going to get some professional photos of me as Keaton done next year because that's something that I'd like to be able to have. And I, I I really enjoy the Keaton cosplay. I didn't do the Batman part of it this year. That was... It's, we'll work on that. Um, maybe another year. But we did, so we did the vendors for a couple of hours. We went to lunch after that. We found this terrific Italian place that is kind of across the street from Hard Rock and Peachtree Center. And we, we really liked it. It was, uh, and we, we enjoyed eating it so much. We had both Saturday and Sunday. After that, Meredith wasn't feeling too hot, so she decided to uh, go back to the hotel. So her day was done. But basically what I did after that was I went to, um, I basically went to uh, walk around, do some uh, photo, do get some pictures of cosplays I enjoyed and the cosplay, the Buster Keaton poster, uh, Buster Keaton photos that I did wanted to do, and you'll see those in the YouTube version of this. And then I went to a panel with Omid Abtahi, Katie O'Brien, and Frey Prince Jr. And all three of those have one common thing, and that is Star Wars. Although, again, you cannot call it Star Wars. Omid and Katie were both on The Mandalorian. Frey Prince Jr. voiced... uh, Kanan in Rebels. It was enjoyable. wasn't quite, you know, Omid and Katie definitely had a connection. Freddie, not as much, but, you know, they still all got into it. And it was it was a fun thing. I, I really liked the, the thing that was so interesting to me about this year in terms of the panels was being able to learn more on a personal basis from these actors than we're used to. And I think that's something that really worked well for these uh, for these panels. And to a certain extent, I almost want to see more of it in the future, even though that's probably in the minority opinion. <clears throat> Next up, I was going to walk around a bit and stuff like that before the 5.30 panel that I was going to do. But I decided just on a whim to see where the line was for the panel I was going to do at 5.30. It was already around a couple blocks of the Marriott, so it's like, okay, I'd better get in line. And that is time with Brian Elijah Wood and Sean Astin, 
who were two of the big late additions this year. And, you know, I mean, this was probably my favorite panel of the entire week when it came to celebrity panels, uh, even more than the uh, Friday morning one with uh, Gina, Sean, and Jewel, because I love how Elijah and Sean Astin talked around their projects in particular Lord of the Rings as much as they did. And I also loved really getting to see that friendship and that camaraderie that they built during Lord of the Rings deeper. And it was really fascinating to watch. And it was by far one... It was by far the favor of my celebrity uh, panels this year. It was a great way. I, I went around. I did go around. I did, talk, uh, you know, do some more uh, walking around and uh, some more uh, checking out cosplays and stuff like that. Saw somebody who I worked at the theater with a while ago. Hadn't seen them in a long time. But... Uh, yeah, it was basically pretty uh, straightforward at the end of the day, and I I left, uh, I don't know, around 7.30 or so to go back, and we ended up having Waffle House there, and it was it was good. Sunday, another uh, early day. We ended up uh, going down early again. This time, we got in line around 9.30, 9.45 for a 11.30 panel, an hour with Paul Bettany, uh, who is in town for Sunday only. And uh, that was, all four of, I'll be honest, like all four of these uh, panels really worked for me. I really loved all four of these panels. And I, I, I love that, I, I love that, you know, I hate that this strike is happening, but I also love that forced people to think outside of the box when it came to their questions for the actors, and I really respected that, and I really love that. There were some great questions asked, and it was just it was just a fun time, and Bettany was wonderful. Uh, next up, uh, we went around the Walk of Fame once more, see if there was anybody else we wanted to get autographs for. Um, then we had a 1.30 photo op of Frey Prince Jr., which was good, and, you know, I enjoyed that. Um, then basically took took some time to uh, relax in for our final photo op of the day, which was um, a team-up of Elijah Wood, Sean Astin, and Andy Serkis. And that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. I credit Epic Photos to for how they managed that deluge of people who who got that team up. Total seven groups that they had to wrangle, and they did a very good job. And um, then we ate ate again at the pizza place that we ate on ate at on Saturday. And then uh, Meredith left for the day, went back to the hotel, 
And um, I went back to the Hilton to s- check out a panel from the digital uh, content track, uh, Maintaining Mental Health as a Content Creator. And the panelists on that one, and this is this is one that's actually on Twitch, and it's really a fascinating listen and a fascinating watch if you do get to it. They, it's a wide variety of content creators talking about the ways that their mental health can sometimes be challenged by being content creators, and. Uh, you know how they how they rise to that challenge, and you know I I got to answer the question. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, admittedly they didn't really tell me anything I hadn't known. Yeah, you know, I'm 15 years into therapy at this point, so it's like I'm I'm what what they what some of what was said may you know was nothing new to me, but it was still good to get their feedback on it, and uh, did give me some things to think about. And overall, it was a really enjoyable way to, uh, in, an interesting way to close out my con. And, I mean, you know, those are the type of panels. That's one of the things that I I found myself enjoying more over the years in that finding panels that don't necessarily line up exactly with what I typically want to do when that at Dragon Con, what one what I've wanted to do typically, but have interest for me at this time in my life. And you know, the maintaining mental health. I am a content creator. I create film. I write film reviews. I re- do podcasts. I create music every once in a while. And you know, it was it's important to me to balance my mental health as I'm doing that, as I'm doing a job, as I have personal responsibilities when it comes to my marriage, when it comes to friends, family, all of that. And it was it was great to get the insight of the panelists at that panel and did a little bit of walking around before calling in a night. And uh, Monday, Labor Day, we basically just drove home. And there really, you know, there was a panel that I would have liked to have done, but we need to get home, and I'm glad that we ended up getting home, and it was a lot of fun. So that was our Dragon Con for 2023. Do plan on being back in 2024. We'll see what the next year brings. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited about my new job prospects. I'm optimistic that it's going to go well. I, I think it's going to be a great change for me. And I think it's going to be an exciting change for me. Uh, it's going to be, there's going to be some uh, light, uh, critic, critical, and podcast creating because of it, especially the first couple months as I start to get settled into what the job entails. But I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to. This is kind of forcing me to do what I've wanted to do for the past few months, which is just kind of slow down a little bit and take some time to process things and uh, just really get into the habit of uh, what this new job is going to bring for me. And I'm looking forward to that. 
Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Sonic Cinema Podcast. Uh, we've already got the next one recorded and ready to go. Uh, we bring back Amanda Spears. We're talking Oscars. We're in the wake of Barbenheimer. We're talking about possibilities be- during film festival season, and it's going to be a wild conversation. I can't wait for you to listen to it. That's going to be it for this episode of the podcast. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as patreon.com backslash Sonic Cinema and www.sonic-cinema.com. Thank you very much. (laughs) 